0: To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Tuesday, February 6th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today, a startup allegedly hacked the world. Then came the censorship, and now the backlash. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. Hacker-for-hire firms like NSO Group and Hacking Team have become notorious for enabling their customers to spy on vulnerable members of civil society. But as far back as a decade ago in India, a startup called Appen Technology and its subsidiaries allegedly played a similar cyber-mercenary role while attracting far less attention. Over the past two years, a collection of people with direct and indirect links to that company have been working to keep it that way using a campaign of legal threats to silence publishers and anyone else reporting on Appen Technology's alleged hacking past. Now, a loose coalition of anti-censorship voices is working to make that strategy backfire. For months, lawyers and executives, with ties to Appen Technology and to a newer organization that shares part of its name, called the Association of Appen Training Centers, have used lawsuits and legal threats to carry out an aggressive censorship campaign across the globe. These efforts have demanded that more than a dozen publications amend or fully remove references to the original Appen Technologies' alleged illegal hacking, or in some cases, mentions of that company's co-founder Rajat Kare. Most prominently, a lawsuit against Reuters brought by the Association of Appen Training Centers resulted in a stunning order from a Delhi court. It demanded that Reuters take down its article based on a blockbuster investigation into app and technology that had detailed its alleged targeting and spying on opposition leaders, corporate competitors, lawyers, and wealthy individuals on behalf of customers worldwide. Reuters temporarily removed its article in compliance with that injunction and is fighting the order in Indian court. As App and Training Centers has sought to enforce that same order against a slew of other news outlets, however, resistance is building. Earlier this week, the digital rights group the Electronic Frontier Foundation, or EFF, sent a response pushing back against App and Training Centers' legal threats on behalf of media organizations caught in this crossfire, including the tech blog TechDirt and the investigative news nonprofit MuckRock. No media outlet has claimed that Appen Training Centers, a group that describes itself as an educational firm run in part by former franchisees of the original and Technology, which reportedly ceased its alleged hacking operations more than a decade ago, has been involved in any illegal hacking. In December, however, and Training Center sent emails to TechDirt and MuckRock demanding they too take down all content related to allegations that and Technology – previously engaged in widespread cyber-spying operations, citing the court order against Reuters. TechDirt, App and Technology Centers argued, fell under that injunction by writing about Reuters' story and the takedown order targeting it. So had MuckRock, the plaintiffs claimed, which hosted some of the documents that Reuters had cited in its story and uploaded to MuckRock's Document Cloud service. In the response sent on their behalf, the EFF states, that the two media organizations are refusing to comply, arguing that the Indian court's injunction is in no way the global takedown order your correspondence represents it to be. It also cites an American law called the Speech Act that deems any foreign court's libel ruling that violates the First Amendment unenforceable in the U.S. It's not a good state for a free press when one company can around the world disappear news articles. Michael Morrissey, the CEO and co-founder of MuckRock tells Wired, that's something that fundamentally we need to push back against. TechDirt founder Mike Maznick says that beyond defeating the censorship of the app and technology story, he hopes their public response to that censorship effort will ultimately bring even more attention to the group's past. In fact, 19 years ago, Maznick coined the term the Streisand effect to describe a situation in which someone's attempt to hide information results in its broader exposure. Exactly the situation he hopes to help create in this case. The suppression of accurate reporting is problematic, says Masnik. When it happens, it deserves to be called out, and there should be more attention paid to those trying to silence it. The anti secrecy nonprofit Distributed Denial of Secrets, or DDoS Secrets, has also joined the effort to spark that Streisand effect on censoring Reuters' story on the original app and technology as part of a new initiative it calls the Greenhouse Project. DDoS Secrets co-founder Emma Best says the name comes from its intention to foster a warming effect, the opposite of the chilling effect used to describe the self-censorship created by legal threats. It sends a signal to would-be censors telling them that their success may be fleeting and limited, Best says, and it assures other journalists that their work can survive. Neither App and Training Centers nor Rajat Kare responded to Wired's request for comment, nor did Reuters. The fight to expose the original Appen Technologies' alleged hacking history began to reach ahead in November of 2022, when the Association for Appen Training Centers sued Reuters based only on its reporters' unsolicited messages to Appen Training Centers' employees and students. The company's legal complaint, filed in India's judicial system, accused Reuters not only of defamation but mental harassment, stalking, sexual misconduct, and trauma. Nearly a full year later, Reuters nonetheless published its article, How an Indian Startup Hacked the World. The judge in the case initially sided with Appen Training Centers, writing that the article could have a devastating effect on the general students' population of India. He quickly ordered an injunction stating that Appen Training Centers can demand Reuters take down their claims about Appen technology. That ruling has preceded any legal arguments over the truth of Reuters' reporting, which the news agency has promised to bring up in an appeal. In fact, Reuters wrote that it based its story on interviews with dozens of Appen Technologies' former staff and hundreds of alleged targets, as well as thousands of its international documents. Those files include Appen Technologies' marketing pitch documents that remain publicly available on Document Cloud thanks to MuckRock, and appear to show the company explicitly offering to hack targets on behalf of clients via phishing, social engineering, Trojan infections, and even discussing specific cases when clients hired them for hacking operations. Appen Training Centers, for its part, argues that it's merely a collection of educational institutions whose brand has been tarnished by Reuters reporting. Reuters has responded in a legal filing arguing that Appen Training Centers was created solely for purposes of this lawsuit with ulterior motive and pointed out through an exhibit attached to a court filing that it was incorporated only months after it named itself as the plaintiff suing Reuters. Even so, a little more than two weeks after publishing its investigation into Appen Technology on December 5th, Reuters complied with the Indian Court's injunction, removing its story. Soon, in a kind of domino effect of censorship, others began to take down their own reports about Appen Technology after receiving legal threats based on the same injunction. Sentinel-1, the cybersecurity firm that had helped Reuters in its investigation, removed its research on an Appen Technology subsidiary's alleged hacking from its website. The Internet Archive deleted its copy of the Reuters article. The legal news site Lawfare and cybersecurity news podcast Risky Biz both published analyses based on the article, Risky Biz took its podcast episode down, and Lawfare overwrote every part of its piece that referred to Appen technology with X's. Wired, too, removed a summary of Reuters' article in a news roundup after receiving Appen Training Center's threat. Aside from the injunction that Appen Training Centers has used to demand publishers censor their stories, Appen co-founder Rajat Kare has separately sent legal threats to another collection of news outlets based on a court order he obtained in Switzerland. Two Swiss publications have publicly noted that they responded to court orders by removing Carre's name from stories about alleged hacking. Others have removed Carre's name or removed the articles altogether without a public explanation, including the Bureau of Investigative Journalism, the UK's Sunday Times, several Swiss and French news outlets, and eight Indian ones. Even before the EFF, TechDirt, MuckRock, and DDoS Secrets began to push back against that censorship, some had immediately resisted it. The New Yorker, for instance, had mentioned a subsidiary of Appen Technology and Rajat Kare in a feature about India's hacker-for-hire industry in June of last year. It was sued by Appen Training Centers, but has kept its piece online while the lawsuit proceeds. The New Yorker and Wired are both published by Condé Nast. Ronald Deibert, a well-known security researcher and founder of the University of Toronto Citizen Lab, a group that focuses on exposing hackers who target members of civil society, had also mentioned Appen Technology in a blog post. Deibert received and refused Appen Training Center's takedown threat, posting a screenshot of its email to his ex-feed in December, along with his response, seven middle-finger emojis. As the backlash to the censorship of reporting on Appen Technologies' alleged hacking snowballs, however, it may now be going beyond a few cases where Appen training centers and Rajat Kare's censorship attempts have failed, says Seth Stern, director of advocacy for the Freedom of the Press Foundation, who has written about the censorship campaign. Instead, it may be backfiring, he says, particularly for Appen Technology co-founder Rajat Kare. It does seem like a sort of dubious strategy to be stirring this up now, and I do wonder if he is starting to regret that, given the coverage it's getting, says Stern. You could easily see that it'll do more reputational harm than good for Caray and for Appen. Muckrocks Morrissey says that attention is exactly the intention of his move, along with TechDirt and the EFF, to put a spotlight on the legal threats they've received. It's leveraging the Streisand effect to an extent, but also just finding ways to push back, says Morrissey. There needs to be a cost for groups that are trying to silence journalists. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, FTX says it expects to repay customers in full. Some are suing for more. Checking in on Wired Science, we tested a next-gen AI assistant, and it will blow you away. And on Wired Security... The trial over Bitcoin's true creator is in session. Listen to these stories and more at Wired.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from Wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast.